Hello and welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones, and joining me this week, Brad Ellis, panelist, Michael Huber, yeah. panelist, Daniel Bloodworth, co-moderator, boosted but not feeling well. So he, when he gets up tomorrow, he will be stronger than the average Bloodworth, but uh, not feeling so good today. Was so he the first one to tonight. get boosted? I'm jealous. I'm of the I'm boosted. Yeah. I'm, you boosted too? I'm completely boosted, man. You got boosted? Yeah. Well, you had JJ, though. I did get the JJ. And that ain't the, real. I got, the, JJ. I got the Moderna boost. I evolved. I'm in my okay. final form right now. Because I got normal <laughs> Moderna, but I need a boost. I got. I was going to get boosted, but then I got jury duty. Yeah. I could tell you didn't get boosted. I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. But I could tell. <laughs> I need the boost. <laughs> Making it all happen <laughs> in the control room, Isla Hank. Hi. Thank you, Isla. You're welcome. Distinguished guests, we are here. To wrap up this podcast as quickly as possible so we can begin our Thanksgiving break and see talk Resident about... Evil Welcome to Raccoon City at 1040. We're oh not my goodness. We'll see. Well, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you we'll have zero tomorrow. chance tomorrow. of making that. We'll see if Huber can make that show. It's 830 it's right, right now. It's, it's, it's fine. It's no how long it'll take us to get through some no of the biggest headlines in the world of video games that happened in the last four days because it's not been long <laughs> yeah. since we did a podcast. Uh, but before we do that, we got to answer for all the mistakes and things we want to cover from next week. Isla, begin corrections music, please. Boop. Uh, th- we talked about the GTA trilogy. We made fun of it here, but we did, we, we basically yeah. rehashed all of the Hindra syndrome stuff. Yeah. The, the hours after that podcast ended, they re-released the old versions. They gave everybody yeah. the, the them for free if you bought Definitive Edition. All that happened. I just, think that's not PC a correction only, it, though. It like just yeah. happened after PC versions. Yeah. Just the PC. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. That's Which what I read too. He's like nice, but you got screwed. Yeah. What the heck? I want PS5, Rockstar. Help me out. <laughs> I mean, I do have that. I mean, I do own them on my But I could be wrong. But like little games. Good, good, good to know that people Prepare can still for get them. Prepare corrections. Uh, and before you go correcting this week's episode, we're recording on a Tuesday. So if you're listening yes. to this, if you're like, oh, I just always check in on Sunday. It's been a while since we recorded this episode. So all that yeah. awesome stuff. Or hopefully nothing because everybody's on break. Yeah. Um, I, I, we talked about the GTA trilogy. I think I might have said those GTA games on PS2. Liberty City Stories and Vice City Stories were also on PlayStation 2, of course. But they were later. But they were the PSP originally. Yeah, they're they're not considered in the trilogy. Yeah, they're, they're not. just kind of, they're fun little side stories. But you're like, yes, of course. I played the hell out of those. I love those. Yeah. Actually, not a big fan Liberty of the Vice City, City Stories, Stories protagonist. Liberty City Stories, though, is canon. I mean, they're, they're both. Canon. I mean, they're both, both great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I just yeah. when I talked to, you know, we were primarily talking about those games. Reused, yes. reused assets? <laughs> a little bit. Professor Oak was a trainer when he was younger. He did a lot of journeying. He was potentially up to replace Indiana Jones. Didn't did make I it. I was just looking at this lore. Indy's Joel. Uh, Joel's been cast as Indiana Jones, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Um, the fourth anime movie, fourth, showed what he was like as a kid trainer. You get to see Oak Dude. going out into the world. Um, and not necessarily correction, but we were talking about um, you know the, the value of Game Pass. You get that 20% discount incredible if you want to buy the game Incredible value. It's an incredible, incredible value. 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 And Correction's Music please incredible value. Incredible. Wait, is that on first party only, though? Um... I don't recall if there's that limitation. I don't believe so. Correction next week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing two at that's you. A, now. That's a December correction. Boom, boom. <laughs> well, we don't have blood here. He's organizing all of our starring role stuff. You know, he's our communicate between yeah. us and Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. tell him who the, these video game. He's he's been talking to lots of video game casting agents recently, filling in these roles from Hollywood. Ever since he, he started this, just one movie after another, all my favorite films are being changed drastically. Some for the better, some not. From Adam Fay, Daniel Day-Lewis has been swamped with orders for his side hustle as a cobbler, so he's now sadly unavailable to play Daniel Plainview, Plainview in There Will Be Blood. Hmm. His potential replacements are all video game characters, oh, G-Man from Half-Life, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Ryan from Bioshock, Ooh, okay. oh, that's, that's, a good that's one. very fitting, and Balder from God of War. <laughs> 
<laughs> the I'm 2018 Andrew, Andrew Reiner, yeah. Andrew Ryan. Yeah, uh, for sure. Ryan, yeah, not Reiner. Oh, cool. Andrew Ryan. Ryan. Oh, wow. Andrew Ryan. Yeah. Just like, God, I learned that one too. What is you know, mad? all business. Yeah. Making money. I could hear him screaming, I drink your milkshake. Like, for <laughs> yeah. sure. I do, but I, I can also hear just you, man, I drink your milkshake. <laughs> Could be good. Uh, from Austin Brackeen. Brad, there was a fire on the set of The Empire, Stri- uh, the Empire oh, Strikes Back. No! Luckily, actors, crew, sets, props, everyone's fine. Yoda did not make it. No! Yoda, oh! Yoda went up in flames. <laughs> Help me. Yoda's dead, <laughs> Which of these characters will step in to train Luke in the ways of the Force? Okay. Cranky Kong. Oh. <laughs> Peppy Hare. Oh. Or Master Ericus. Oh. Ooh. Master Ericus. It's kind of training, Man, training himself in a way. Okay, I'm leaning towards Peppy because he's more Muppet-esque in nature. As a, a weird talking sure. rabbit. You could call in support. And he is you know, an old like, vet. When they need to get the X-Wing out, you know, the other ships yeah. could come in in formation. I feel like he, I'd be a little more goofy, I guess. Master Ericus there? I can't see Master Ericus living in that hut. I could see Peppy living in that hut. All right. Hmm. What was the first one again? Cranky. Cranky's like, cranky, people love bringing up Cranky dude. for starring role. Oh, I, I could, cranky is like perfect for the backpack scene. <laughs> like doing the sure. flip with him in his backpack. <laughs> Shit, this is tough, man. I think it's one of those two, though. The first two. What do you think? Hubert, you might be the deciding vote, or Isla. Does uh, anyone I, need I, a refresh? I'd love to see, on love to see Cranky. Master Ericus is, though. I'd love to see Cranky okay, Kong's like headshot. It, it'd be weird if Luke, <laughs> or if Mark Hamill was talking to himself as Master Ericus. Yeah, that's I mean? true. Oh, okay, that's there we go. True. That throws me off. That's super yeah. true. Yeah. Great point, Huber. Yeah. Um, yeah, him jumping with Peppy. Yeah. I think Peppy is pretty hype. Luke, do a flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Peppy. Yeah. It's Peppy. Do a barrel roll, Luke. All right. Go into that tree. <laughs> face your, your, face your darkness, right. Luke. Go in that tree. Yeah, it's Peppy, dude. <laughs> it's Peppy, dude. You're becoming more like your father, Luke. In a bad way. <laughs> yeah. It's Peppy. We just had to get there. We had to play it out. Woof. Really good. So, yeah, it has just been a couple days since we recorded this podcast. So, obviously, not a, a ton of headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, we can talk about Kojima starting a studio Ooh, in L.A. We're yeah. going to talk about him in a second. Let's go visit him. Um, we get There's a Sony thing I want to talk about, an Xbox thing I want to talk about, and I love making fun of the Amico. But before we jump in, Blood had this idea, and I think it's fun because if I can... Manage to survive another month. I will have hosted, moderated this podcast for a full calendar year. Wow. So this will be my first January Dude, to congrats. December. So Blood had this idea, and he's like, well, you just go back through your notes. And I'm like, I could totally do that. So you can actually check the group stream. You can see me going back through these notes. Nice. And I'm, I have the contenders for what could potentially be the top 10 turkeys of 2021. Ooh. So we've never done this at Easy Allies. I love this. We never did this at Game Trailers. Shout out to Shane Satterfield, who does this every single year for Sifted. Like yeah. Shane loves the Thanksgiving turkey video. So you go to sifted.net, check out the top 10 turkeys on Thanksgiving. Nice. Um, it was only because I had these notes. And I'm going back through and just looking at the year like, oh. So, turkey. so we don't necessarily have to rank these at 10. I just want to yeah. know which out of these, and me going through my personal notes of the things we've discussed in this podcast for 11 months now, okay. of what really stood out to you as major, major gaffes. I mean, we can open with just Activision Blizzard. Like, I was they, say, are they number one big, for like the that's entire a, that's year? That's the big turkey that I can so think of off of the, the top of my head. Like of the 2000s. <laughs> because you can just say Activision <laughs> Blizzard. Keep in mind, they also, uh, Toys for Bob is now, the, the Skylanders people, now they're just working on COD. You know, just like not, you know, everyone in that studio is just caught. Yeah. Vicarious Visions, just gone, you know. So, like, there's a lot of 
a lot of bummer things they did outside of, you know, learning well, all this stuff Well, at least Vicarious Visions isn't working on Call of Duty yet. Right. Okay, there we go. We have our, we have our number one. Yeah, that's yeah. number one. Yeah. Uh, X Defiant? Can we can we can we get this salty that a game that hasn't even Ubisoft? come out yet? It's the, yes, yes. It's like the battle royale thing, right? That is right. so irrelevant. It doesn't need to be on the top ten. It feels weird. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah, that bird kinda, is not baked. No, it's doing more damage to itself than we could do on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's next. Okay, uh, Rockstar Games and Take Two Interactive, just at least in the last couple weeks. <laughs> it's salty, but how is it yeah. compared to the whole year? This seems like a good bottom of the list, like a number 10 or a 9. Okay. okay. You know, because uh, Jones and I are having fun with GTA. So. I've like, yeah. <laughs> Poor, you got, okay, you know what it's the equivalent of? <laughs> yeah. It's like you guys eating a fucking burnt turkey. A burnt, yeah. And just being like, I still It's like really it. dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of, I've yeah. got like gravy, so some of the You're bites are good. You're and gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Eat, eating what you already ordered is really good, Brad. The, the analogy I made on Syndrome was that like I flew to Paris and my hotel screwed me, but like I'm in Paris. So, well, I'm here. You know, I guess like I'm, when yeah, I come I'm, back, I'm, my, my friends are gonna it. say like, "How's Paris?" And I'll be like, "It sucked." Well, Paris <laughs> is beautiful, but I have lots of stories to say. Uh, Battlefield 2042, one of the worst reviewed games in the history of Steam. I've already really low on the tier. Yeah, like say. all of the problem, all of the main problems, Dice has already laid out changes for. Like the core specialist still has work to do, but like they've already said, yo, three patches before the year's over. So if they stick I mean, to the plan, yeah. If I'd they stick say. to the plan, yeah. The launch is a huge botch. I mean, they lost a lot of goodwill. A lot of people don't have the patience to stick around, or people that weren't or that were gonna try it maybe just now aren't at all. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you missed your shot. So I it's tough because a lot of these things are going to be ironed out. I feel like mm-hmm. in the immediate, uh, but the they the definitely lost next. their shot at taking out. This could have been their a big year for them. Yeah, but I have more faith in them like making the game better on like the GTA Definitive <sighs> Edition. Like I could totally right. see like nothing happening to that. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. I'm I'm torn on this one. It's divisive. And with Portal, you take your time and come back after a couple months, and like I bet there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'd say we put it on the lower part of the list for now. I do think there has been a lot of damage to the brand with yes. this release. So even if they fix things like rapidly, like if this game is great in a month, I still think a lot of people are going to uh, be hesitant. A month could be an eternity in video games. Exactly. Time. Yeah, people are are moving on and, and, it's and just, looking elsewhere. Yeah, and Halo. It's not free. the first time yeah. this is having a battlefield. Yeah, it's a pretty big it's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big blow. Amazon Game Studios. Well, New World just came in general, out, and it was New huge. World did come out. Um, it was huge for a they they shut down bit. their internal studio. It was kind of a mess. Uh, but they stopped the Lord of the Rings MMO. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm um, so mad about that. It's just right before New World, we were like, yeah, come on, Amazon. <laughs> like you got to win. I mean, they gaming. had a game came out. It seemed like it it sold well. I don't know how the player it's, retention is. It's doing pretty, still pretty well. I. I actually read a story like a couple days ago. They just added some new thing to the end game grind that pissed people off because yeah. it's more grindy. It made it more difficult, yeah. But the numbers are still strong. People yeah. are still playing. They My, didn't put in the patch notes. I yeah. think that's what the uh, big thing was. Uh, My girlfriend still plays this people game every day. It there it is. So I think they I think they did their job with that. We game. have more than ten here. Yeah. So we don't have yeah. to be desperate. Yeah. Especially when we have blue box studios <laughs> and abandoned. <laughs> blue box! That is that is upper. That is that is upper. That is a big old mistake. 
so many mistakes. That's another one I'm so like weird about because it was like everyone else was blowing it out of proportion, yeah. but they were also they did not help themselves. They did not yeah. help themselves. Is like talk about <laughs> something I was interested in, then I literally do not care anything. Until yeah. they actually have something. That's I'm not taking any more of that bait. Yeah. Right. I took the bait, downloaded the app on the PS5 to watch the trailer on my PS5 in engine, and it was a boot. <laughs> it was it was a two-second boot going by. I was like, what the? Yeah. What? You like that boot, though. What? Like, you can't do that yeah. unless you're, like, Four people in the industry, and you've got to deliver. Yeah, some boot. And it's like they just they just fucked off. It right was now a, it was a good look because boot. it was the blowback was so intense. Yeah, uh, just the Avengers in general. Spider Man. Okay. Remember that? Remember when that boss fight uh, leaked everyone's IP address? Remember it was just flashing <laughs> IP addresses. <laughs> The, yeah, yeah, and then they alienated... Spider-Man having no missions. And they alienated the only people that care about their game by adding microtransactions, right. and they took a month or so to even comment on it. Right. Yeah. But they had Black Panther, right? Which War for Wakanda yeah, was, was solid. Cool. Yeah. It was solid. But that was it, And right? then now, uh, very soon, this week, actually, is the Claw Raid, and a okay. ton of endgame redesigns earning loot like yeah. the next this next step is another they've had so many of these moments right. it's another well, critical moment i would say jones they had a better year this year than last year it seems like sure yeah it seems just, like yeah I'll, probably because their goodwill went down so low uh remember, remember gamestop stock Yes, yeah. I do remember this. Didn't I don't know, know if it's something we could be mad at though i mean it was I just don't like know. yeah it's just like some weird meme nobody really looked bad it just kind of yeah. wasted your time if you didn't care about it. Yeah. I was curious if that sold to Isla, did that resonate with you at all? Uh, it, I mean, not really. I just think it was kind of funny because it just shows how fragile the market is. Uh, and it's all based on emotion and can be manipulated. True. Ghost Recon Frontline? Irrelevant. What is it? I don't even remember what this is. It's a new it's Ghost Recon that came out and then, like, were they, I think either had a really bad beta or they came out and then were like, never mind, wait, sorry, yeah. everyone hates this, we'll come back oh, later, see you next year. Dude, and they delayed yeah. it to next year. Yeah. Ubisoft's right like move. major, you know, right move made X Defiant look make good. Make that thing go away. Uh, Chris Pratt as Mario? Are we, are we, are we, how are we feeling about that still? I mean, they're we all know I don't like it, but I don't they're all, think it's like yeah. a top I, own, I see why they got all these Hollywood people for yeah. this movie. I get it. Yeah, It's weird to me, but... It's going to be weird hearing Mario not talking Mario, but at the same time, would I want a whole movie of Mario talking like that? Hey, everybody. <laughs> like, for like 90 minutes? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. What about the Mortal Kombat movie? Disappointing. I did not like this movie Disappointing. At all. I don't think it was damaging, though. No, no it's not wasn't damaging. Okay. Because they, they tried to, you know, it's rated R. Yeah. They tried to they be tried. violent. They like, they, they tried. Look, it was a step up from Armageddon or Apocalypse, or the hell it was called. Armageddon. Yeah, that movie was terrible. But it was a downgrade from Legacy, which was the YouTube. Uh, right. Yes. Which is amazing. I really like yeah, it. Not true. amazing, but I really like it. But it was entertaining. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, this was disappointing. Yeah. Shout out, probably doesn't not worthy of the list, but shout out to Dave Jackson, who announced on Facebook that he was casting Grand Theft Auto 6. Still, no, haven't really found out more information about that or more of that fallout or if he was just, if that was a, a stunt on fool. his behalf or if it you was poor a legitimate mistake. Um, I, I wanted to put on the list any live event that thought they could do it in 2021 
like BlizzCon's a great example. Yeah. You know, just like oh, any, they were going to be digital. I think though, anybody that but a lot of that stuff still got canceled. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it was they got so, canceled. It was so funny. Right. <laughs> well, but they did. They, they were like, well, they had digital last year, but yeah, there was just a lot of yeah. in-person yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Stadia in general, they had, they, they, they shut. <laughs> I I said Google did this. Google s- shut down the Lord of the Rings MMO. Stadia is the one that shut down their internal studio. That's um, big. That hurts. Uh, and that. they just and numerous high profile departures. So Stadia yeah. is just bullet, like Stadia. Amazon's one thing, but yeah, Google Stadia, Stadia not... in 2021 was stabbed in the belly and now it's bleeding out. <laughs> oh man, straight up, it's hunched in a corner. Bleeding and no one is around I to help. I feel like the the beginning of this year it got stabbed. Yeah, because last year it's like we have cyberpunk and it like kind of works on it. Like yeah. all right, so they're like okay something. Yeah, twenty twenty one just Ugh! nothing. When Stadia came out, didn't they actually say like we're not going to do that Google thing and just like drop it? But <laughs> like they clearly are going to like well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess they tried. You know. Yeah. Epic v Apple v Google v Who cares anymore? Dude. Not interesting to me. Yeah. Not well, kind of interesting, but I'm not going to dig into this really yeah. on my own. Yeah. I think it's a fascinating story, but it, there's so much to it. Yeah. And like, who who gets hurt? I guess the people that want to play Fortnite on their phone. It is actually really... sadly is kind yeah. of going to work out. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, yeah, that actually is nice to establish that and to. Uh... Yeah. And of course, Tim Sweeney's like, uh, it's weird. Sweeney's in a place where he gets to complain about it and congratulate himself at the same yeah. time. Yeah. I think it was entertaining, Jones, just these two companies fighting. Sure. It, yeah. Gru- but like heavyweight fight. Yeah, heavyweight fight. Yeah, definitely. Bandai Namco made their logo worse for no reason at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't what know the why they did that. that was what weird. are you doing? What are you doing? That was uh, change for the sake of change. What was the subtitle? Like, fun for today or some weird fun thing? Let me for look that today? Up. Fun for today! Just today. Not yep. tomorrow, not yesterday. Uh, today you're having fun. Fun for all into the future. That's what it was. Dude, <laughs> for, yeah. is super Tomorrow fun. is forever that all. That sounds like Facebook shit. Yeah, or like some crypto slogan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so weird. I love uh, the old logo. For, Why? Thumbs down and a turkey award to anybody that left their studio this year over abuse allegations. Fulbright. The director of Witcher Three, like, woof. yeah, some definitely yeah, some woof. some uh, high profile departures there. Doctor Mario World, which launched in July of 2019, was shut down on November 1st. Wow. Two years, Doctor Mario World shut down. How about our reverse Huber? Reverse. <laughs> Can we put reverse on this list? Yo, I think because they quietly just like have ignored it though. That's actually helped because yes. I feel like if if it came out, it would have done more damage. Look, they're like <laughs> to Resident Evil. They essentially were like, "Please forget about this." Yeah, they and want everyone did. Yeah, or everyone accepted it and willed yeah. it to be deleted. Uh, what they should do now because they promised you content is do more content for RE3. RE3. Remake. They should. They should do it. They should do it because that's what everyone wants. That's what everyone's complained about. Yep. You know, and here's your that, clock tower. Yeah. Here's your park. Now that you know, because Reverse was was supposed to be free for everyone who bought Remake Three. So if you're not going to give us that, give us yeah something else. You lied to us. Yeah, you lied, liars. This I can understand this not being relevant to us because it's not something we were like super hungry to play. But it was something that we all did experience together. And Magic Legends made it like days. This was, they were ramping up to this, and then it, like, gone, like, wasn't them like, okay, we're going to rethink this or whatever. We're like, no, this entire thing isn't working. 
based on launch. Again, it's losses. not like, haha, but I mean, that is. That's a yeah, failure. I think that yeah, should be on the list. That's, that's a failure. That is <laughs> a full-on failure for a huge yeah. property. Magic, quote, our vision missed the mark. Yikes. Oh, six man. months. They were open for six, six months. months. Damn. Damn, that's brutal. Uh, PlayStation is hungry to shut down the PlayStation 3 and Vita. They tried. <laughs> and then yeah. later we're like, no, nah, we'll do it later. We'll, later, we'll wait. Yeah. Um, is that just businesses? Annoying business, but yeah. Uh, what about that Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake oh. y'all forgot about? What about that? <laughs> Dude, that was them putting the turkey back in the oven. Yeah, they put it's it kind back. of a good thing. You know, yeah, it's like it's a they good brought thing. it out. They're bringing it out. It looked really undercooked. It was raw. Like, I don't want to eat raw. that. I'll get sick. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's put it back in there for a little bit. Raw meat. But I don't know if it'll come out much better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was just it, like. Sometimes stuff like announcements come out and stuff gets delayed because it, like we're like okay that didn't look good like Craig did not look good and now like Halo Infinite can make fun of it now but a lot of times they'll say oh well you know there are internal problems with the company or you know just right now is not the bad time they won't specifically say it looks bad we need to go back to this mm-hmm. so like that was an interesting bit yeah. of honesty it's interesting Babylon's Fall did the same thing where they were like ah <laughs> oh, people are saying this is too washed out we gotta yeah. we have to make it yeah. look different. Okay. Well. I feel like that's the new meta is showing your game poorly because then expectations are so much lower. Now well, everyone's that, just pumped. I mean, that's that's a strange lesson for this entire gen. Yeah. Is this weird like, like show bad. Like lo- yeah, like some games think honestly think, think they can get away with it and, and some really do. You know, like yeah. really come out in a weird state and then kind of correct it and then they're fine. Can you imagine that? We're going to go out there, we're going to debut the scheme, and lower expectations. Yeah, lower yeah. those expectations. So no yeah. one cares. Halo, then, everyone is just like, oh, it's, it's good now. Cool. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It's like... It's now like, everyone is like in their corner. Like, you can do it, Halo. Yeah. Instead of like these high stakes, like, you better be good. Yeah. Now, now they're the underdog, and they're the biggest budget possible. It's freaking Halo. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel, I feel like with Call of Duty and Halo and Battlefield, I'm watching like the end of a football movie and everything's in slow-mo and like Halo yeah. like gets the ball. Yeah. And they're just like 10 yards away from the end zone go. and Infinite's like, I didn't think, yeah. like, go! Oh my god, I got it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everything else is kind of like that. I don't know if we can make 10. I did fit in 10. Uh, some of these were a little lukewarm on, but lukewarm on, but Valve gave up on Artifact, which like was probably a smart yeah, call. Yeah, that was the right call. Anthem Next was canceled. Probably a smart call. Smart. Uh, smart. And this Save your money. This isn't that public, but I do want to <laughs> give a shout out because I hope somebody writes a book on this because it sounds like it's been really frustrating for the team, but uh, the Sinking City team, oh. Frogwares, oh, right. and their publisher, Nacon, have been just this constant battle. Uh, and I think, didn't Frogwares do the... Sherlock. Um, Sherlock, right? The new one? Yeah, like, yeah. They just, they're, they, a bunch of the they're a very, like, kind of sim-based team. They make a lot of really, like, interesting, you know, like, you know, old-timey-esque worlds. Mm-hmm. And they just got the worst deal ever with this publisher, and it's just something that they've had to deal Dang. with. But it's just not that. It, yeah. it gets, the developments of it are so small that you don't get that one big, shocking, yeah. you know, update. So. Did you mention, did I miss it, the Gearbox conference? Oh, I mean, yeah, that was... <laughs> That's that, pretty that, bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's pretty bad. That was yeah. really bad. That made me like top sure. ten dumbest. I'll put things. it number seven. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, that made go. me actively not want to go to the Borderlands movie. 
Like not yeah, even out of sure. curiosity. It's like because I, you're gonna think about him. I will this. try my best to avoid it now. <laughs> you know he's gonna be in that movie. Yeah, right? he will be. He's for sure gonna show of up. Of course he's gonna be. He'll in be it. like a shopkeeper covered yeah. in like garbage or something. It'll be like Peter Jackson in the is it like the pirate in Return of the King? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Spider-Man and the Avengers, Rockstar Games, Take-Two Interactive with GTA, Battlefield 2042, the Gearbox Press Conference, Reverse, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, Magic Legends, Stadia, um, take your pick, Blue Box that's at, a number pretty, t- at number two. That's actually a good list. And Bobby Kotick and Activision Blizzard doing everything they possibly yeah. could to have the worst been, possible yeah, year. for them. Beyond more than a, the worst year, like, irreparable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, permanent yeah, yeah, yeah. irredeemable damage. It'll be wild to see what permanent. kind of year they have in 2022. Yeah. But now we can talk, we can look to the future. We can dream. Oh. You know who likes to dream? Hubert? Hideo Kojima and Michael Hubert. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, And Hideo true. Kojima. Michael Hubert likes to dream about yes. Hideo Kojima. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what is he up to right now? What, what is, is he, he up to? I'll tell you what he's up to. Yeah. He is building a studio in Los Angeles that will produce, quote, television, music, and film. His dream. Music. I want to hear yeah. Hideo Kojima's prog rock album, Oh My God. Like, yes. I wonder if it's going to be Nine Inch Nails, where it's like, it's just Kojima. Like, he went into a hotel room and came out six days later, and this is what he gave us. <laughs> yeah. Or if it's like... I feel like it's going to be John people. Carpenter-esque. Yeah, people have never yeah, written probably. music are coming yeah. on to do... He's like, going to get John Carpenter involved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he yes. loves people. Yes. Um, so yeah. he's going to do something with Guillermo, like... A film project or That'd something? be really cool. Guillermo and, and will narrate likely, the album. Yeah. I mean, they have their crew now. Like, the, the Death Stranding crew, Mads yeah. and Norman and Guillermo yeah. and him. Like, they can do anything, and they're, they're all, all willing, and they want to. The way they talk about each other is, yeah. like, so much love and, and trust. Uh, I could see some really exciting things yeah. happening. Especially... Death Stranding, like a Death Stranding Yo. live action stuff to yeah. enhance that okay. world. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that was going to be my question: is like, do you do you? I guess there's it's a two questions. One, do you think, and do you want? I like, would love. I think Death Stranding is perfect for supplementary sure. material. For it basically sure. already is a TV <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like you can yeah. make. It's already cast. Yeah, dude, yeah. you make. Uh, if you do Death Stranding too, you make a live action thing in between the two games or something. Exactly. Yeah. Some or like sort a, of bridge. Yeah, or prequel stuff. Like yeah, backstory. Yeah, something. Do you think? Do you think there's the risk of Kojima potentially getting stuck like right out of the gate with his new studio? Like this is his IP now. Now it's. This is his new Metal Gear, and like, oh, we might not see a new IP out of the studio. Maybe. Or is it too much it's to ask? creative or... man, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he'll get that creativity out in other avenues now, though. Yeah. Dude, you know I what I want? It. Did you see his newest? Go ahead, Ira. Well, I was going to say, Hubert, you'll like this. I, I hope that his this film company lets Guillermo make Mountains of Madness. Yeah. You oh, know? That would be sick. Because, like, they would do it. Yeah. Mads, dude, as like the main dude in that. Oh, it'd be sick. Could we see some kind of in the mountains of madness? Ross, mountains of madness. <laughs> some kind of like gameplay television show fusion, like oh, taking that sure. a step further. Quantum Break sequel, right? Like, because that's just so. I would much rather have a something in the world of Death Stranding than just do the game in a movie. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. too. Because there's like. There's like the Bandersnatch style choose your own adventure live action. And then there's the Quantum Break, which is just like, okay, just watch this movie now. Yeah. Some I mean, you could do kind of merging of the two mediums somehow. I don't know what that looks like, but 
I bet if Kojima thinking about it. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's been a minute since <laughs> I've read Mountains of Madness, but if memory serves, there's some kind of like finding a journal element or something. So like mm. they could make a PTS game yeah. where it's you're going into the mountains or whatever, and then the movie could be the people after that. Like so you play the prequel to you the play movie. The, yeah, something like that. It'd be, be sick. so fun. So fun. And of course they'll you know announce some movie and we're like, Oh, I thought it'd be a death stranding thing. Oh, yeah. okay. And then eight months later, like it is all oh, it got me. <laughs> yeah. And it's death yeah. stranding. Probably nothing Metal Gear related whatsoever, right? Konami, Metal Probably Gear. Not. I don't think he's doing yeah. Metal Gear. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I fully dare, done. I dare not dream they would do a Silent Hill show yeah. or something. That would be. Too I feel like crazy. Silent Hill would wow. be more likely than Metal Gear, honestly. Yeah. Hubert, do you remember? Speaking of Metal Gear, you remember where Metal Gear Online was developed? Metal Gear Online, the online portion of Metal Gear Solid Five. The unfinished oh, game. Was I it in Los Angeles or something? It yeah. was in Los Angeles. Yeah, I remember it was like in a Western. ill-fated Kojima studio in LA set up by Konami. So I don't know if you know this. Uh Hideo Kojima and Konami, bit of a falling out. Bad vibes. Uh didn't necessarily work. Uh lots of lots of lots of digging. Keely has yet to do. Lots of, lots of documentaries that have yet to come out over what really happened Please. in the last couple years. Oh, he knows. He we but, need some say. inside studio. But this no L.A. Clip, studio was part of it. So go back in time with me just to get in Kojima's mind of coming back to L.A. and setting this up, okay? Mm-hmm. 2015. Uh, studio head Tom Sakine launches a studio, and he says, quote, uh, they want to, quote, create the highest quality interactive entertainment while, quote, touching people's emotions. Our mission is to become the top studio in the world. Wow. wow. Or one of the best. <laughs> and their first project was Metal Gear Online. There were a lot of rumors that there was crazy high security, that they had to like have eye scanners. This was like across Konami, that like a lot of American <laughs> devs, a lot of devs outside of Japan were being mistreated, and like apparently everyone that had worked at the studio now was like, oh, yeah, we were joking about it at the time. We don't know what anybody was talking about. <laughs> but there was a lot of people had eyes on this studio. Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Online was their they first project. Scanned. Allegedly, a new Silent Hill, Bomberman, Contra, and several wacky Metal Gear games were all pitched at the studio during, with, with I think it was like less than a year that they were actually all yeah. finally together. Uh, they, had a, they had a multiplayer Metal, game, Metal Gear game where you were all outside of uh, Psycho Mantis's head. So like that could explain all the different characters in his mind all fighting each oh. other and stuff. They had a parkour Solid Snake prequel story of like him as a kid, what? like Whoa. learning his abilities and stuff. What like, the hell? Uh... And they also said uh, that one of the benefits of L.A. is, say, you're at you know Naughty Dog and you just wrapped up Last of Us Part Two, and you're like, I'm looking to do something else. Oh, I'll go work for Kojima. And he's like to gobble up all of this Troy L.A. Baker. talent. <laughs> <laughs> um, gotcha. And then it didn't work out, you know. And Poor then it, yeah. and then they had to shut down later. And so it's interesting, you know. Riley Russell, hmm. former PlayStation executive, leader of the new business team at Kojima, was a PlayStation for 28 years said for this studio, quote, the new division will be tasked with working with creative and talented professionals in television, music, and film, as well as the more familiar games industry. So they're going to be working on games and stuff here, too. Nice. Got to be weird coming back to L.A. And yeah. yeah. Starting a studio. I am way more confident in this. Konami has had a not, not the best track record of the last 10 years, and that, to me, screams of just, like, what can we do? Throw it all out there. You know, no focus, like Bomberman, Metal Gear, right. all this. Whereas Kojima, like, Death Stranding, new IP, maybe Silent Hill, seems like it could be way more focused um, on the future. I don't know. Yeah. 
deals getting inked. Game Awards. Yeah. Days yeah. away. He'll be there. Well, yeah. <laughs> if Kojima's involved, just having his name on something mm-hmm. adds a lot of cachet. Yeah. I trust him more than Konami. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty hyped on I'm that. I'm excited for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's probably so happy. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's fascinating to me, the idea of creating another studio, especially mm-hmm. after just... This one game is like again. Are we going to franchise Death Stranding or what? Like, yeah. what on earth is he up to? The and this is not cool. speculating about Kojima is a thing. I love just some weird interview he's in. All he's got to do is say one weird thing, and it's yeah. like, let's talk about it. Yeah, he uh, tweeted the other day. He was like working on a game during the pandemic, but like the themes were too depressing because there was like it was viruses too. and stuff. So right. he's like, yeah, I've had to just scrap it all and change it. Like, Didn't yeah. he like start talking about 9-11 or something? That at, was like another separate yeah. thing. Yeah. This, this guy interviews, let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. Every one of those is a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of, if you want to hear more words from the man, uh, he wrote a book in 2019 called The Creative Gene, and uh, we got a new translation that came out last month. Oh, so cool. a lot of people are checking that oh, book out cool. for the first time. Uh, One of the quotes, he said, I, quote, intend on continuing as I am now, even after I pass 80. Nice. Love that. He also has the best take on Marvel's Eternals. Read his tweets about it. Oh, cool. Okay. The best take. The only take you need is Kojima's. What did he say? A very level-headed, awesome, unique take. Where it's like, oh, awesome. That's what people tune into the Easy Allies podcast for. (laughs) Level-headed, unique takes. (laughs) And now, a word from our sponsors. The mic, the camera's already on me. Did you know? Could you tell? I had a feeling. Did you? Hi, what's up? Let's talk about sponsors. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at a credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find out a smarter rate for your loan. You can check out your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes, and I have not gotten a loan from them. Uh, I do not require a loan, but I have checked this out. I have checked my, my credit score and the score on their website. It happens super fast. Uh, so it's the one that's as, as far as I have gone with Upstart, but I, I, I greatly enjoyed using their service. Uh, you can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash easyallies. That's upstart.com slash easyallies. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash easyallies. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to care for your mouth. The Quip electric toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean, a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to to weigh you down, a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter, reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors, sure to make a pop in your bathroom counter. Oh, oh, there it is, just hiding from you the whole time. You didn't know it wasn't a pen. It wasn't. It's just wonderful quip toothbrush. Look at it. Want to sell? There's the hum. There it is. Uh, I talked about previously the app that comes with this that, that tracks your you know wh- when you brush, how much you brush, how well you brush. 
Uh, shout out uh, to the Quip Company for a toothpaste that has rocked the Troop Jones household. Like this is one, it is, there's like a sweetness to it. It's fa- it's fascinating. It's really not. It's 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 a really it's a really nice gentle mint. I really dig it. And I was just not. I was prepared to say so many nice things about Quip, and I was just not. Amanda was like, "This toothpaste is really good." I'm like, "I know. We're gonna run out of it. I gotta get more from Quip." Um, on top of your brushing, you can upgrade your Quip with a smart new motor to track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app, which is so much fun. Earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. Go to Quip. Getquip.com slash allies to get your first refill for free. Um, that is your first refill free at getquip.com slash allies. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P quip.com slash allies. Quip, the good habits company. Sounds like an insult. Get quip. Get quip. <laughs> get quip. I love it. I was just out the door and I was like, ah! Can't forget my toothbrush. Quip! quip! You smell that? Thanksgiving's coming. Ah. Mm. Best part? They can show up at your door when you order it with Postmates. With Postmates, you get all your favorite foods from local restaurants in your neighborhood delivered. No leaving the house. And even better, no getting in a car or finding a parking spot. I am not traveling for Thanksgiving. Some of the allies are. I will be staying at home. And while, you know, uh, the family, they love to prepare the meals. If it was just me by my lonesome, Postmates and I would be getting along. Um... Postmates isn't all just burritos and sushi. You can order things like toothpaste and phone chargers on demand, too. That's because places like Walgreens and 7-Eleven are also on Postmates. My favorite part? When the app lets me know that my food or items have been delivered, everything is right outside the door. Never gets old. Just download. Sophie loves it. Loves it when people come by and drop stuff off. Big fan. Making friends. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorite foods or that one thing you forgot to get from the store and get it delivered on demand. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners... A little something. New customers will get 50% off your first five orders of $50 or more when you use code EASYALLIES. All caps, all one word. That's code EASYALLIES. You get 50% off your first five orders of $50 or more. Max savings of $100 per order. Just download the Postmates app or sign up online. It's super easy. Offer is subject to change. Taxes and fees apply. Offer is valid for 30 days after you add the promo code to your account. Get 50% off your first five orders, $50 or more, when you download the Postmates app and use code EASYALLIES. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Sony patented cover for electronic device. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Electronic device. Mmm. Yeah. You know what this could possibly mean? Yes. Uh, that we could finally get some new covers for that uh, yeah, that PlayStation. Plate or How much do you want faceplates? For your PlayStation 5. How much are those big white collars bugging you? If it's easy to just swap, why not? You know? I like black systems. They kind of just blend in better to my living room. So so you would purchase this? You would go Depends on the online. price. Depends on the quality. Yeah. You know, if it's cheap looking, maybe not. Or mm-hmm. it depends on the material. There's a lot of factors. What if one of them has sore on it? Uh, ups the chances considerably. Okay. okay. Same. Absolutely. Same. Official, though? <laughs> Like, if it was like this yeah, is the Square Enix Kingdom if it's Hearts officially licensed. 5. Yeah, that's like a high. Percentage I would get up it. early to pre-order. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know who's excited about these? Plenty of third-party <laughs> manufacturers would yeah. love to make faceplates. Uh, and since you know, feels like more, but it's only been you know uh, a year or so since we got that PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have stepped up. Some even like daring Sony. Some even like doing marketing mm-hmm. campaigns where they're like, "Somebody's got to do this," and Sony's like, "No one will do it." Mm-hmm. 
what's what's the play here? Is Sony going to make a big thing about plates, and that's going to be some fun announcement, or yeah. do they just really hate the idea of us customizing our PlayStation Fives? What's going on? I mean, are they waiting years to? do it when they announce a new version of the PS5 and it's like, yo, PS5 Pro yeah. or Slim or new SKU number, or like, and now with new colors and faceplates, you blow it out? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm more worried about, like, the internal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, we still don't have folders. You know, it's been a year. Just, like, little <laughs> sure. quality of life. We're talking about cosmetics here, Hubert. We're talking no functionality. I mean, they added the controllers already, so I think, yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, Game Awards coming up could be there. Could be Maybe they see there's a market, and yeah. they're like, "We should get in on that." Yeah, maybe they're waiting. Uh, you know, you kick off 2022 with that because it's just the mar- the marketing machine. You get the headlines. You know, oh, Sony's doing something. Like, mm-hmm. let's sure. sure see what's up. So is up. that why you wait? That's one thing that I've never understood. We have, we have a black controller and a red controller that are mm-hmm. both sexy as hell. I mean, I'm nothing against these two Very controllers nice. uh, for PlayStation Five. Specifically, just talking about Sony right now. But like, I've never understood the like. Oh, we have a color, and then like maybe in a year you'll get more colors. Like, just yeah. really, at least a bunch of colors. Yeah. Imagine if like cars did this. Yeah. Imagine if you wanted to go well, back a Honda like, Accord, and yeah. it was like gray. That's it. That's they might do pink next year. Like, well, with Xbox, you can make your own controller. You can design it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which they're still doing for Series X. I'm. Yes. They just haven't so. talked about it that much. I remember yeah. them. Blood was super excited. Yeah, Blood bought a couple. One. And Isla's Xbox is beautiful. So what's going it's on? My God. Great, yeah. So what's going on there? Like Microsoft's a little more open to do this. Why? What? What's the gain from Special Sony editions? just straight up not doing it? Who like you benefits? said, headlines yeah. or who benefits? Honestly, yeah, from them not doing it. I don't. I don't know. Someone else benefits, not them. Are they just all in? resources on just getting these yes. PS5s out yes. and it's just easier worrying about one thing color, one thing. You just get it out. You don't have to worry no. about all these different yeah, parts. probably for now. Because, you know, if it's different colors and parts, mm-hmm. you gotta, like, match them or ship different things. If one things. game's gonna change it, it's gonna be God of War. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think they're struggling just to get them out the door. Yeah. Right now. It's just strange. I just want it, it just seems like money that they're not yeah, making it so they're trying to maybe create some like scarcity by like people yeah. super yeah. wanting it. And I understand, which is why it cracks me up if like cars did this because it's like you're not you're not buying a PlayStation Five every month. You yeah. know, like this is some like maybe later. Yeah. Okay, like your second switch, you're like I might get another color. So like yeah. having a ton of colors right out of the gate maybe doesn't make sense. Yeah. Isla, you like colors. Sometimes. Does this bug Deep, you? Rich colors. Do you ever want to like get something in another color, or there, have there has there ever been tech that you're like it's so boring, like it's just not? Um, you, once it, I it's have always third party people that come in and make stuff look better. Yeah, I don't like third party like covers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like official stuff. Yeah. Um, typically, once I have a thing, I guess I just stop caring what it looks like <laughs> most of the time. So I I, I wouldn't buy. I'm I'm not in the market for this. I have no no interest in this. Mm-hmm. My PlayStation is fine. It's ugly. It sits behind my TV. It doesn't matter. It sits behind my TV. I love like coming into the room and it's been like asleep for like four days. I'm like, oh, (laughs) sorry, PlayStation. I didn't notice you turned on there. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, my, I guess mine is sitting in a reformation bag on Sophia's floor because there aren't (laughs) any games on it. So, like, whatever. Gotcha. Um, Th- this is interesting. It's it's Sony related. It has nothing to do with the patents, but it was just like I, I think this because we're talking about Sony and, and uh, uh, things physical things that Sony could sell. I didn't know this. Global sales data reported last month. Retail games almost always outsell digital games for PlayStation. 
I saw the, yeah. In 2021, retail yeah. destroys digital. Yeah. My friend sent me a headline that says PS5 owners prefer physical to digital. And it shocked me. In December of 2020, five retail games were sold for every two digital games. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, and this is a crazy. this is a firm in the UK reporting I, this, but they say it's global. I, they say I, it's global. I don't know, but I contribute it all to gifts and family. I'm going to buy this for so-and-so. Yeah. I'm going to buy this for my nephew. I'm well, going to buy this for my daughter. Like, If you have access to physical, you have so many more options yes. when to buy a game Brad, and prices. Brad can let me borrow Tales of Arise. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> hey, this game's on sale at this certain store. And if you have digital, it's like you're at the mercy of like PSN or somewhere you can get a digital code or something. Or like I... Like I d- it just wasn't, I wasn't gifting a lot of games when I was like super young, but I can imagine like 12 year olds being like, all right, I'm going to buy you yes. this game. Yeah. You buy me this swap game around. and then we swap discs oh, yeah. later. Like, yeah, 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 big time. Totally. That's got to be the one of the main contributors. I mean, that's, that. yeah, I yeah. do. I buy games physical so Mike can borrow them too. Yeah. A lot of times. What was it, Tales from Arise? You have physical? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and I Metroid. might check that out. And you like threatened me with it. You're like, yeah. I got physical chance. Yeah. Physical. I got, I got Metroid. Physical, I got yeah. Metroid for him physical. Yeah. My Animal Crossing still, still physical. Mine still too. Big. It's been sitting in that switch, melting all year. Uh, Ten point one four million retail PS Five games were sold from launch to August. Uh, Seven point five digital sold in the same time. So three mil more. Just mm. like the run of yeah. since launch to August, which basically just you know reiterates what I said earlier. But the highest months of digital sales recently couldn't top the lowest months of physical. It's just nuts. It's just when we get into NPDs and mm-hmm. stuff, like I'm always like, ah, it's too bad digital's in here because that would just move the needle so much. Mm-hmm. And for something like Nintendo, like of course, but um, well, I think for know, Microsoft digital probably moves a lot. Maybe if they buy games, I don't know. Game Pass. They've been kind of trained to not buy games a lot of times yeah. now. It seems like incredible value. Yeah, just incredible wait. Value. I, I, incredible. You know, what you can get on Game Pass. That uh, Forza Horizon 5. Oh, yeah, Forza yeah. Horizon 5. It's on the Game Pass. Toho Lunar Nights. Biggest launch in Game Pass and Xbox history. history yeah. Forza Horizon 5. Nice. Yeah. Uh, sadly, Daniel Bloodworth is not with us this oh. evening. I was looking forward for Blood. I just wanted... I know how much he loves that game. He just is never excited to talk about it. Whenever I bring a Forza, he's like, yeah. yeah he's always tweeting like, about what? it. Yeah. He's tweeting about it all the time. Look at this Forza car I got. Yeah. You know, get him on the podcast. And Slacking, you know. tweeting. He's yeah. always talking about yeah, it behind the scenes. He's talking about Forza a lot. Yeah. I brought up. Uh, I brought up. I was like, "How do you uh, today?" I was like, "How do you like group up with friends?" Like, it seems kind of confusing because I've only played like an hour. And he goes, "You're playing? Yo, I need you for arcade mode." I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, all you got to do. He's been just... messaging me things that I like only half understand about Forza. That, like, I think that happens weeks. to everybody. I love yeah, it. You get bored like, messages. Yeah, you, you should uh, put in this code for the event mode and do this Jurassic Park thing. I'm like, "There's an event mode where you can use yeah. codes." Okay. Yeah. I say it. Have you not done the Jurassic Park content? Uh, he showed it. He, the fan stuff. He kept me and cool. Don here late the other day showing it. To Dodging us. weaving trees it. in the jungle, like red smoke, like T Rexes poking their heads out of like trees. It's, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty funny. I say it often, but I I don't think I've ever wanted to play a game so badly in IMAX. <laughs> I honestly think Forza Horizon Five could be an IMAX. It's the showpiece. It's the prettiest game I've played. It's so year, loud. It's down, you yeah. feel the rush, just like driving through things. It's so. Just a big, loud spectacle. My goodness. Brad, why was Forza Horizon 5 the top, sell- the, the biggest launch in Game Pass history, in Xbox history? Uh, well, 
They've not been building up a not... lot of goodwill over many, many, many years, and it's Game Pass. And I, frankly, this is a super accessible game mm-hmm. that like anyone can hop into and play. Yeah, it's appealing to everybody. True, you know, your grandma could play it. Sure, and your young child could play it. Just compared to Horizon Four, I just I wonder, or or kind the of Rise of Game Pass, or like honestly. in the sense of Yakuza, it's just like every game is just yeah. bigger, and bigger, bigger, bigger. bigger. Know, yeah. So. Yeah. And just this look is at just the finally the time. Look at the Game Cast, Game Pass subscribers now versus then, a year ago. Yeah, it's probably it's, so Game Pass is many like hitting more. a stride finally. Yeah, ten percent of that, ten million uh, people playing were already playing it in early access in PC and Xbox before November 9th. So it's like they, you know, they they knew what was coming. Yeah. Um, but uh, and I wonder if the ten mil is like in line with Microsoft's expectations or what, um, or probably if they're exceeded like it now. Shocked. So what do you do? What do you mean? That's well, <laughs> it's the bummer about this announcement is because like I immediately start, you know, I hear Spider-Man gets bonkers sales or mm-hmm. I hear Insomnia, you know, it's like mm-hmm. Ratchet or something, and you're like, okay, now the next one's gonna be really exciting. Whereas like I don't know if this they're probably just gonna make Forza Horizon six oh, and yeah. Playground's just gonna do yeah, what yeah. Playground does. Like yep. Yep. I don't know how much this changes for Xbox. I mean I'm super proud of them, but yeah. I, I mean, mean their shareholders are definitely pleased. Probably Game yeah. Pass continues to you well, know, this this gives more ammo to Game yes. Pass. Game Pass, okay. I Game Pass is a great value. We talk about this the joke. Yes. Incredible value. I wonder what value? the profit is with Game Pass. Always. So. I'm so curious about that. Because they never as far as I'm aware, they don't really talk about how much mm-hmm. they're making a lot of money. They, it's sustaining. They're sustaining mm-hmm. the service. The only thing I know is that it's different deals per. Yes, so it's like probably super hard to tell. I'm just yeah. really curious about that kind of stuff. Same. Is Horizon Five a win for Game Pass, or is Game Pass a win for Horizon? It's 5? both. Uh, yeah, it's both. both. Which more? You know, it's like that's the thing. Is it? So, is it something where it's like, oh, Horizon Five's on Game Pass? I think well, it's I a get win. Game I think it's a win or for Game Pass. Everyone who's Game Pass, like, well, why am I? Not? I think it's a win for Game Pass. Why don't I just jump? Because in? Forza's been a popular franchise before. Totally. But it's just like, here's an extra bonus on this yeah. thing now. This feels different, but it's probably just selfishly because I haven't. This is my first Horizon ever, yeah. and this is always something I've well, wanted to check like, out. We're still in the first year of these co- new consoles, yeah. so everyone's still super jazzed yeah. about this. I think Game Pass helps alleviate that that fear or hesitancy to go all in on a genre maybe you're not that into like it's still a driving game like not mm-hmm. everyone plays driving yeah, games buying it buying a full price yeah. driving game you know sometimes that's a hard sell for people yeah so just this being there readily available i saw the did well no Steam, barrier though, too yeah. so like i think it just came out at a really yeah. good time the reviews also, help like review, I, yeah. great reviews i feel like ign gave great time to come out yeah Oh, uh, I don't. Maybe I, don't know. I think yeah. it got a ten. Blood from one of the bigs. Ten, yeah, one of the bigs gave it a ten, and like any time a game gets a ten, it's gonna be hyped as hell. FIFA is the only sports game nominated for sports racing at the Game Awards. I love that. <laughs> Gotta fill it. FIFA Hot Wheels Riders. Forza. Dude, Hot Wheels is sweet. Racing is a good year. Good year for racing games. Um, people are pondering if Halo Infinite's gonna beat it. If Halo Infinite's gonna oh the launch of just, it just knock knock you know number two maybe <laughs> sneak ahead the split. It's interesting because Halo is like half the game's like out already, yeah. you know. So I don't know, but I guess it'll be pretty big. I can't. I mean, think if you of have campaign else. and campaign brings a ton of multiplayer content yeah. along with it, and so like both uh, modes are. Just, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it will. But. I saw some of the rewards you could make. They were people were like, eh. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Halo's multiplayer numbers are currently right now, mm-hmm. but it did well at some point, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's in- that'll be that'll be fun to watch because yeah. it's like you know. People care way more about the Halo campaigns and Call of Duty, but like you have the 
Call of Duty fans who just play multiplayer, not the campaign. So I wonder. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What's like a lot of people there. aren't going to play that campaign. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. And it's tough because a lot of the Xbox records that we hear about are always. Xbox competing with itself. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, you know, most consoles, most money and most consoles sold are always Nintendo and Sony yeah. you know, slapping each other. And so it, I love we're getting near the end of the year and 343 and Playground are kicking ass. Yeah. It's, you know, it feels like Insomniac working on Spider Man. It feels like Naughty Dog working on Uncharted. Like, it feel, like it's yeah. those vibes that yeah. I feel so like right. so Xbox right. fans just haven't gotten to, like, yeah, that victory lap where they're like, so yes, right. this you know, has like, been the best holiday they've had in a long yeah. time, and could arguably be argued their best holiday ever. Yeah, Halo campaign needs to be good. Yeah, finish the fight, finish strong. Yeah, like if that campaign comes out and everyone is just like, "Yep, it's great," that's that's the the the, the exclamation point. That's you what, know, that's what that series needs, man. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Especially yeah. because that part of it is tied to Game Pass, so yeah. it's just like more mm-hmm. infusion to that. But I, I, I'm hearing a lot of people when they're speculating the campaign or like, and I felt this from watching the latest video that just came out. This reminded me of Combat Evolved, where it's like there's so many instances where I'm like coming up a hill, being like, I don't know what the hell is over there. I'm not gonna find out until I just drive mm-hmm. into that camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grenades are just flying at me, and then 20 minutes later they're all dead, and I move on to the next thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're pumped. Um, yeah. Outposts, Jones. Shout out. <laughs> you're pumped. Just that open world. What is that? The lights up. Yeah, yeah dude. Could be really cool. Could be really cool. We'll see. Lots to play. Bloodworth is also missing this because Blood posted this in chat uh, because uh, he and I love to mock the Amico, which has had a bunch of issues. Shout out to Sam Makovich, uh, who is the tech culture editor for, from Ars Technica. Have bumped into Sam on several occasions at re- like review events and uh, uh, for Judges Week for E3. And Sam just has it out for the Amico, and I love it. Sam and Tommy Tellerico have gotten in several scuffles. Um, and I just want to point this out because it's like it, I don't know if it should be on our top 10 turkey list, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, they had a new trailer that just came out, and uh, in that tra- it, it, one of their launch games is called Battle Tanks that just completely used assets from an ad for War Thunder from Gaijin Entertainment from 2018. Uh, that video is unlisted now. <laughs> really wanted to go watch it. Couldn't. Uh, the game's performance in the video was like struggling to hit 30 FPS. <laughs> The video showed somebody sliding. It's not the N64 battle tanks, I know. Right? I was like, "Is this a successor?" No, this is the uh, this is the Intellivision Amico. This is a okay. new console coming out, maybe next year. That okay. has just had so many like maybe development woes. Sixty-four uh, was based off that. And there's just a lot of misinformation going on at the company, Got and it. they've just had this video that they've now delisted <laughs> because they were stealing Damn, assets. Delisted. Uh, there are reports that German ga- game dev. Uh, Students are making some of the launch games for the Amico. Whoa. Uh, Students, cool. Okay. And it's funny because we talk about, uh, I was recently talking with Ben about like Mass Effect, how like the, the whole vibe around the Mass Effect franchise is like, like now different. Yeah. Like that they're, you know, same with, same with Halo. It's like, Woo! okay, okay, yeah, let's, bring, <laughs> let's make amends, let's, let's bring it back. Yeah. Um, so you hear that with games and with companies, but it's like consoles that haven't launched yet. It's kind of rough in the comeback department. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just going to be, re- again, I wanted to bounce a lot of this stuff off Blood because he yeah. posted that. And this was a lot of this stuff coming from Twitter. So it's just Sam being like, uh, anybody notice this weird video that is now enlisted? <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's, you know, easy to pass because I'm sure Tommy Tallarico, Tommy Tallarico would love it if we weren't talking about this stuff. But mm. way too funny not to have it completely miss the podcast. Kind of a stadia situation. Also this week, <laughs> some other funny things. Uh, a Famitsu interview with Masayoshi Yokoyama confirmed Ryuga Gotoku Studio. 
mm-hmm. uh, is making Yakuza 8. Yep. Which, you know, Surprise. probably could have put money on, but yeah. was confirmed. Obby. Uh, some players think that it, GTA 6 is teased by a random picture of a house in San Andreas. There we go. There we go. There's one house yeah. in a picture that people are like, I've never seen the house before. They're all conspiracy theories it only mean until one thing. it's correct. Right? You know, one of these has got to stick. Bobby Kotick will consider quitting if he can't fix the company's culture, quote, with speed. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing, it's anything worth doing. He's worth yeah, going faster. for Lego Star Wars Castaways launched exclusively on Apple Arcade. You see oh, this? No. This is great. You're like Castaways. Yeah, like you're you're stranded on some planet, and so you have to like create your own character, your own oh. Star Wars character. Is it like a classes, survival game? And then you like leave the planet to go do missions on other planets oh. and stuff. And Destiny like, Island. I mean, as survival as Lego can get. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it's it's on Apple Arcade right now. Just out of okay. nowhere. Uh, a leaked video suggests RE4 VR is getting free Mercenaries yes. DLC yes. in 2022. Cool. Um, sure. Bring it. Separate I was ways in there more than happy with what I got yep. from that game, but if they bring that uh, shucks, I'll have to go back and play it. Marty O'Donnell released a very strange video <laughs> that was court ordered, where he's telling people to destroy, yeah, yeah. quote, yeah. destroy the music that he, like, I, I don't know what if I use the word illegally, but basically yeah. he should have been saying, you know, look at this Destiny music that I did yeah. because they weren't paying him to do it. He wasn't under contract. And so now he's like making amends, but he had to make this super strange video. I don't know if they specifically said destroy or if that was like the salt he sprinkled on it. What is the deal with music rights? Like, savage. Settle down. I know. Let us just listen to the music. It's like, it's just, it feels like a response to Napster. And it's like, yo, it's 2021 now. Lighten up. I think it literally still is. Yeah. Like they're they're feeling the effects of Napster still, and they're just unhinged. Uh, Nintendo of America said that the Blizzard Activision reports are quote distressing and disturbing. Specifically, Bowser came out, um, so that was a that's a hat trick. Well done, Kotick. You got all three big guys to um, yeah. to say you're to say you're problematic. Uh, Earthroom Jim's getting an animated series. It's called Beyond the Groovy. Uh, Doug Tennaple is not involved. Uh, the original problematic okay, creator nice. of Earthroom Jim. Uh, they specifically their PR was like no not involved, <laughs> not involved. Yeah. Dude, that's the first question it's so yeah. weird that Earthworm Jim is like still alive kind still of. around yeah what the hell got a crazy this, new cast yeah. members and stuff just going on an adventure this nostalgic era we live in just yeah. trying to it's a bit much if we're, if, we're, if we're reaching back to Earthworm yeah. Jim like, yeah. I think it, I, I got a soft spot I think, there, I think there's interesting things you could sure. do with that it's, I'm not sure, I sure, will sure. probably not sure. notice when that launches I'll be like oh did that come out this hope week hope the best yeah Curious. Uh, as I mentioned, Spider-Man has no story missions in Marvel's Avengers. Just new character. Right, yeah. Uh, unless you got an Xbox. Star Citizen has now raised $400 million. Shout out to robertsspaceindustries.com slash funding dash goals. Fun website to go to. They just, it just ticks up. Almost like it's tough. because like Can I, you watch it? Can I, I you watch it in to, real time? Yeah. I've talked oh. to a lot of people. Uh, it's like smoking decks, you know? <laughs> like I've talked to a lot of people that love Star Citizen. I've heard from a lot of people that are really frustrated at the company. This page is not doing any favors. You look at this, and it's like, look how much money we've made. Like, yeah. I don't, Dude, I don't know. When you see that in the font, just tick it away. Yeah. When you see all those zeros. Yeah. I don't know. Um, For a game yeah, that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, because like traditionally, you know, they're so secretive, but we hear, you know, and Reggie came out, he said, you know, last-gen games were 100 mil, and now we're up to 200 mil yeah. budget. So if you look at maybe the context, like that game is way over budget and overdue, but like if a big, you know, if God of War costs 200 million yeah. plus to make, 
400 million actually doesn't seem like that I can, ridiculous. Yeah. I can imagine from what I've seen of Star Citizen that that game costs a lot of money. Yeah. But I once Ambition. you get once you get up to that number, it's like who knows? Yeah, yeah what the hell? Who knows anything about spending four hundred million dollars? Yeah. Uh, Arcane has been officially renewed by Netflix for a second season. Oh yeah, um, nice, nice. Are you caught up, uh, Isla? I've got three left. I, nice. I haven't finished it yet. And you're loving it. I've been enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Nice. I, I never it's not in my perfect. I never in my life thought I would want to do anything League of Legends, yeah. and everyone saying how good this is makes me really want to watch it. It's a fun way to experience the world without having to play the games. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. all you have to do is put up with some terrible, like, Imagine Dragons crotch rock every so often. Oh, no. okay. Boy, I bet Blizzard sure is kicking themselves in the pants because they could have done this. Oh, my God. Uh, in their peak. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like Overwatch. Or well, well, that's the thing. Warcraft. You see the... Well, well the one of the... Um, Except World we got Warcraft. a live action movie. What is it called? What's the expansion? The Afterlife. Shadowlands? They had some trailer that was like, whoa, I'm way into the story now. Or like a, like a short film series or yeah, something. Yeah, they had yeah. those. They've been doing those for a while. Yeah. It got me more into it than any, like, right. gameplay yeah. trailer they had. And, like, their cinematics are so great, you know? Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> this is an interesting position for a game to be in. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2 got a slow start. Uh, they have lowered the financial forecasts for the game, but they are still expecting it to be the first game's first year sales because the movie's coming out. Oh, yeah. So, like, what a weird <laughs> place for a game. Like, so why not lighting. launch it when the movie comes out? It's, yeah. it's strange. Like, it's, like, kind of inspired by what's going on. But yeah, I get those uh, holiday events. sales. Yeah, holiday, like, you get the holiday sales, then you get the back event, around yeah, with the, the events. events. Oh, yeah. of the movie. This this new dino in the movie now yeah. coming to the game. Dude, you know what really you know what delay makes a lot of sense now? After all this GTA stuff, when I think about Life is Strange getting delayed, the yeah. remaster, it's like, oh yeah, I'm sure they were like, just get that away from true colors. Just get, and any of the people oh, like yeah. looking at different screens yeah. and being like, her voice is weird true. or this background's weird. Yeah. They were like, Clear they the just want to deal with it. Yeah, you know, like, that, they were way too close before. Yeah. Uh Hitman 3 is getting quote, new maps, storylines, modes, and ways to play in Very 2022. Cool. Such a win. Every, like every two months, IO just shows up and they're like, we're doing great. <laughs> cool. Such a keep win. hearing good news. Yeah, great. Perfect. Good for and them. Harmonics is joining Epic Games. That happened today. Not that they for, that. To like work on Fortnite stuff. Yeah, they're joining the Epic Games family. Yeah, to do. They're talking about like music stuff in Fortnite or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, how much music stuff comes to Fortnite? Like, how, many, how many concerts and brand, If you're you know. getting bought by Epic, you're doing something with Fortnite at some <laughs> point. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, licensed licensed music gets so weird in there. So this would be a nice workaround yeah, of that. All this music will be license free, probably. Yeah. So you don't have to worry. Yeah. We'll worry see. about that because that's crazy music event yeah. or something. I don't know. Wild. Playing a music and rhythm game to a song that just launched from an artist in the Fortnite event you're in. <laughs> like just be, I've never heard this song before. Ah. Yeah. We'll see. Could be fun. But shout out to Harmonix. Let's play a game! Mm. From Logan Taz. Hey, allies. I have a game for you. Everyone loves countdowns. So it's time we look back at ones from the days of GT. Oh, and boy. see if you can remember and figure out what was chosen for the top spots. We're only doing fives. Okay. Top fives. I have the top five of ten different count countdowns listed with their original air date for context. Given the number fives and four slots, can you guess what the top three were? Any order will do. Love and respect, Logan Taz. From March 5th, 2007, top 10 franchises. Number five, Metal Gear. Number four, Grand Theft Auto. Mario. I wonder and who Zelda. fought for that. Mario and Zelda. Mario, Zelda. Or two of those. 
And Final Fantasy. And Final Resident Fantasy. Yep. Ding! Yep. Zelda 3, Final Fantasy 2, and Mario. Yep. Numero uno. Boom. Easy. Easy. <laughs> the top 10 scariest games from October 27th, 2006. Ooh. This was Ryan Stevens and I huddled at a yeah. desk doing this as fast as we possibly could. This is one of the first countdowns we ever did. Was PT out by now? No, no. dude. 2006? Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you said 16. This is wild. 2006! Uh, t- number five, The Suffering, the original. Cool. Number four, Aliens vs. Predator for the Jaguar. You're mm-hmm. damn right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil Remake. Number three. Silent Hill 2. Two. It should be. It was we we went with one. Because okay. we thought one looked a little just a little more unsettling for sure, us. Like, and, sure. and I hadn't finished two, so uh, Eternal finished Darkness. It was on that list for sure, but it was not, okay. oh, not top three. Uh, we had a new one of these this year. Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame, Fatal Frame 2. Nice. Ryan loves Fatal Frame. Nice. Wow. Loves Fatal Frame. We had a new re a remaster of Fatal Frame. Top 10 necessary sequels from April 23rd, 2010, 11 years ago. Necessary, necessary sequels. sequels. What a weird title. Man, yeah. we had to pump these out. Necessary <laughs> sequels. Number five, the, the sequel to Star Fox 64. Number four, a sequel to Kid Icarus, which we did get. Oh, this the... is sequels we, oh, we want. want. That yeah. we need. Yeah, necessaries that we need. The Evil Within 2. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 2010, this game? These, I mean, there's no way you're getting these. You might get number one, though. What's number one, Huber? Come on. 2010, Necessary Sequels. sequels. Red Dead Redemption? GTA 6? looking at you for sequels. What sequel did you flip out about more than any other sequel? Okay, so that's number one. Number three, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. What? What? Which I would be, I of course want a sequel to that, but number three, I don't know. Uh, Number two, Panzer Dragoon Saga, which I think is, I don't know about number two, but legit, that should definitely be on that list. I feel okay number one, yeah, nice. (laughs) Top 10 hardest games from August 12th, 2008. Number five, Ikaruga. That's all before Dark Demon Souls. It's before Demon Souls. Shit. Ikaruga. You ever played yeah. it? You know? Hell yeah. yeah. Ikaruga's sick. Uh, number four, F-Zero GX. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, top ten hardest games. So it's three, two, and one. Three and two are the series. Ninja Gaiden. Yep. Number three. Nice. God, that game's hard as shit. Ghosts and Goblins. Number two. Mm. Ben had to play this because he lost a bet. Not PT. <laughs> this is 2008. I don't remember what game. Then. You had to play the hover bike sequence in this game. Oh, Battletoads! Oh, wow. Battletoads. Top 10 best weapons from June 2006. Four out of 10. Number five, the energy sword from Halo. Number four, the ice beam from Metroid. Master sword, probably on there. It's on the list. Did not. Did the not, did not break the top three. Uh, the gravity. I think gun. it's a power up. Oh, okay. Gravity Gun? Number one. Yes! Oh, Gravity nice. Gun. Number two is like, it should be a power-up. It's a red shell. Yeah. Uh, number three, though. Iconic weapons. I thought, you know. Think about names. This was oh, a, a, a video game invented this gun. Crowbar? Oh. <sighs> the BFG? The BFG. Oh, yeah, the BFG, yeah. for sure. Top ten comic book games from August 13th, 2007. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine. Is that out yet? Hulk Ultimate Destruction's number five. Yeah. Spider-Man 2's number four. Yeah. Wow. X-Men Arcade. X-Men Origins Wolverine's got to be here if it's if it's out yet. I don't know if it's out yet. Uh, I don't think it is. No. Okay. I can't believe number three beats Spider-Man 2. Number three is like a horror game that you don't necessarily re- remember as comic-themed. Infamous? They made two of them. Infamous. Horror Shooter. 360 era. They made one, two, and then that was it. Somebody brought it up, actually. The Darkness. Like, darkness, yeah. Whoa. The Darkness beats Spider-Man 2. That's a little intense. Uh, Game two. trailers, uh, we, uh... 
I wasn't I, there yet. I enjoyed those games, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was a little high. Number one, probably the best arcade comic book game. X Men. X Men. I the, said that one. Yeah, the six. I said that. I got that for and, sure. And uh, number two, probably the the best uh, uh, comic book fighting game. Comic Zone. MVC2. MVC2. Yeah. Top 10 worst endings from October 31st, 2012. Number five, Mass Effect 3. 2005? Okay. uh, Number four, Fable 1 and 2. Kanan Lynch 2. No. Resistance 3. I don't know if we made it that far. I don't know if Resistance 3 come out yet now. Damn it. It's a good one. Good, good one, Brad. Yeah. Number one's not a story thing, it's like a gameplay thing. The game makes you go back. Ghosts and Goblins. Play it again. Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, Xeno Gears. Two is tough. Two is Kotor. Two. Oh. That's Divisive. That's oh, Mass Effect tough. Three this is number five. Oh, and then Fable yeah, One shit, and Two. Shit. MGS Two. Number three. What? Two. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. I like the I divisive. Two. It's so divisive. I get that. I get that at the time. I get that at the time. This is fantastic. The top ten most wanted Smash characters from July twelfth, oh. two thousand and thirteen. Let's see what we got. Let's go. Number six. Sora. Yeah, dude. Number five, Captain N. Number four, Chrono. What's three, two, and one? Cloud's one? Two and one are in it. I don't think Cloud's out yet. Two and one are in it. Cloud? Not Cloud. Oh. Professor Layton is number three. Nice. Layton? Yo, that was prime Professor Layton time. Yeah. Number two, Uh, number one are. Belmonts, maybe. I'm surprised. I I must have gotten Belmonts on here somewhere, but who knows? Maybe they're seven, eight, nine. Number two is Bayonetta. Bayonetta. Oh, and number one out. is Dante? Little Mac. Little Mac. Which oh. just probably at the time was like, why isn't this one franchise represented? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Uh, and then this is, don't even come out of this. Funny bother. story. The top 10 best worst games of all time from November 17th, 2006 was produced by MTV. We had nothing to do with that. Nothing. We gave them a list. They changed it. We were like, okay, cool. God. Great MTV. So yeah, on, on their best list, number five was Tecmo Super Bowl. Number four Wait, was- Wait, this is the best worst games? Uh, this is the best- there, there's two lists. Yeah. This is the best list. Okay. Oh, Tecmo so- Super Bowl number five, Mario World and 64 tied for number four. What? Hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. What's three, two, and one? They're pretty good. These are uh, definitely top uh, ten uh, games. Ocarina of Time. All right. Um. What year is this? The, you know that block game that guy likes? Oh, Minecraft. Blocks. Tetris. Tetris. Oh, Tetris. Number two. And Mario Kart. Street Fighter two. Street Fighter number two. Three. Nice. The worst. Wand of Gamelon, number five. <laughs> Shaq Fu, number four. What's the worst game Glover. of all time? No. Commercially the worst game of all time. If you were going to pick something. Probably like some leisure Anthem. Game? Custer's Revenge, which is probably a Ryan Stevens oh, joint. That's a number very three. racist game. Uh, E.T., shit. number two, and oh. Superman 64, number E.T. one. E.T. Superman 64. Yeah. It is now time for Love and Respect. It was very fun. Love and respect. From Rahul Misal, I just bought Deathloop, and I'm loving it, especially because it reminds me of the mechanics in Majora's Mask. (laughs) In that spirit, are there any unique game mechanics, such as time loops, that you'd love to see revisited? Love me some time loops. I just make everything open world, please. (laughs) It works every time. No, it doesn't. I hold in a ring. Well, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Portals? No. Portals are good. Lasers? No. <laughs> Shotguns? 
My mind went to like murdered soul suspect. I don't know why. Class systems we never get nearly enough. Yeah, job, job systems. systems. Job, yeah. systems. Yeah. job systems are underutilized for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. I love changing jobs. Yeah. Something a mechanic underutilized. I don't I feel like there's so many damn games doing it all. Like mind jacking, like sight jacking. Siren yeah. was onto something. Yo, Syndicate last gen, that was a sick ass game. Mm. Loved it. I saw there's some puzzle game that came out on iPad that's kind of like um keep talking nobody explodes, where like I see one thing and you see something totally we're both looking at the same puzzle, yeah. but you see like a whole different part of it. Yeah. And so oh, we can cool. like deceive each other and whatever. Like immediately if a shooter did yeah. that, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. we're all kind of in different dimensions fighting the same thing. I've got it. It's the best move of all time in all of video games. It should be in every video game ever made, Makiri Counter. Okay. Mm. Nothing better. Makiri Counter the, the game. The single best video a game counter. mechanic ever. <laughs> Obsessed. Obsession. What was the counter beat him up? It was all defense. I remember that. Way from of like the a, passive fist. Yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Thank you, Rahul. For Brandon K. Gann, as I'm typing this, I'm watching Kinda Funny's Blessing and Janet are going through a bracket of who is the best and most iconic PlayStation character. So instead of asking for one, I thought I would turn the question to you and ask, what are as many iconic characters from the three major from the major three platforms, PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo, that you can list? You don't have to limit yourself, so if you want, please list as many characters as you can think of that are pillars of gaming from the last 50 years. So many? What? Names? Exclusives? They have to just be on that console? (laughs) That makes things very messy Yeah, because like Belmont, you know, Castlevania, like, so iconic. Kratos. Crash, Kratos. Drake. Delson Rowe. Delson Rowe? Alan Wake (laughs) was for a while. Alan Wake was for a while, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Coming back around. Master Chief. Master Chief, for sure. Is it just obvious that, like, Nintendo was the most, and then maybe Sony behind it, and then Xbox behind that? Mario, Sonic. Yeah. I associate Ryu Hayabusa now with Xbox. Yeah. I associate Castlevania always with Nintendo. But it's, like, a lot of, like, the PlayStation characters. That's weird. I associate Castlevania with Or associated with the specific generation of a console yeah. yeah like ratchet sly and jack were like yeah. huge on yeah. ps2 mm-hmm. those were mascots yeah and only like ratchet's alive pretty much now totally yeah. but that's what's it yeah it's interesting and like the snake Sony... used to be like a mascot yeah, for playstation cole mcgrath infamous was everywhere yeah it was it was, big. it was big everywhere joel joel joel, joel and ellie <laughs> but they've joel never had that Abby. one like Nintendo is Mario yeah. and Xbox is Master Chief. Like they've never yeah. they've never filled that role. Like yeah. they've always had other they've you know, alternates <laughs> slipping in. Yeah. Gex. Gex Crash, yeah, was one. From Gustav Strombaum. I want to call attention to the best solution to color blindness I've seen so far in a game. Mm. Not seeing colors the same as everyone else can lead to weird situations in games, like not being able to tell enemies and squad mates apart in some of the Battlefield games, not seeing if an enemy has a void or arc shield in Destiny, or having a hard time seeing what rarity an item drop has in the division. Usually the solution to this is just to put three different color blindness modes in, each representing a specific type of color blindness. But because I don't belong to any of those completely, it either looks horrible to me because they switch all the colors around, or I can't tell the difference between the colors and the color blindness mode either, which can be very annoying or even crucially debilitating depending on what game it is. But last week, someone finally did it. The dream solution has been realized. I started playing Battlefield 2042, and upon inspecting the accessibility options, I saw my holy grail. They have 
added the option to just let the player pick the enemy team squad color themselves. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I could barely believe it, but I tried it and it works. Never again will I purposely aim and shoot at a squad mate because I thought they were an enemy. Awesome. Have you always encountered similar situations, and do you expect other games to adopt a BF2042 solution? Will anyone even look at this feature, considering the game's current review standing on Steam? I mean, yeah, I think games will get more, or just get better with that in general over time, as they have been recently. Yeah, yeah. agreed. It's funny when you hear a solution like that, and it's like... So simple? It's like so simple. It's like, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, they've been overthinking this. <laughs> like, just let yeah. people do, like, set it themselves, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, and I have been, you know, very fortunate, as many of us have, with accessibility. But, like, the, one, the only thing I can think of is when a game is just like, this is the control scheme, deal with it. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Like, why can't it? What? Sure, the remap. Just like, like, booting up Castlevania Advance was like, oh, no. And then it was neat, like, going into those settings, like, yeah, oh, I can make it whatever. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm all for mapping buttons, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But some games don't, you know. Yeah. Going back and playing older games, and they're just like, them's yep. the buttons. Yeah. But it's good to hear. And it's Absolutely. neat because that's not, I wonder little late to be nominated for accessibility this year for the Game yeah. Awards. But like, usually hear about like Ubisoft and like, these big companies yeah. making big initiatives. No, you know, I think Far Cry 6 is nominated, I know, and so, I forget what else for accessibility. It's neat to hear people, obviously this is unfortunate, but it's neat to hear like even companies that are making accessibility options, like I've slipped through the cracks of that, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's tough to know. But uh, so yeah, somebody's found a solution. Cool. That's cool. Bring it in. Time for bets. Next week's bet can't help it. I'm on, I, I love the Vanguard 2042 Infinite War. It's so much fun to see the, these Always. three juggernauts because these are not these are not small properties. Like no. these are these mm-hmm. are. I I, di- I thought it was going to be so clear. I thought Battlefield was going to like do okay, and Same. so would Halo, and Same. Call of Duty was just going to dominate, and that's not what is potentially going to happen. Uh, this week's bet is about Battlefield 2042. Next week's bet, when we record the podcast at a normal time next week. I want to know what the viewer gap will be between Halo Infinite and Call of Duty Vanguard on Twitch. It was around 50, 50,000. It was 85 to 35 roughly when we checked before the podcast. Should have gotten Blood's bet before he left. Yep. Regretting it now. Brad Ellis, what's your bet? 40,000. Agent 47,000. <laughs> oh, I'll hang with that bet. 42,000. <laughs> oh, no, we're all so close. 42, 40,000. Sounds around. Sounds about right, Brad. Oh. <laughs> oh, nice. Let's lock it in. Let's get okay, let's get okay, points okay. for both teams, baby. Last week's bet, Battlefield 2042, fully launched last week. Uh, some people have been playing that before that, but is now out for everybody. Uh, check out uh, Heber's review. How many people are watching Battlefield 2042 right now? Oh, God, uh, when we checked last week, it was eighteen thousand seven hundred <laughs> before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Brad Ellis bet 10K, Ben Moore bet 15K, Isla bet 26K, Daniel Bloodworth bet 11,111, and I bet 14,900. Let's hear it. And I'm three straight dogs. Dude, it dipped. It was like up to 26 or something earlier. It just takes one streamer, though. And it dipped again when I checked it before the podcast. 8.8 right now. Uh, The lowest being Brad Ellis. Yes. uh, Getting that win. Bringing our scores to Jovial Penguins 29. My life's a lie. Someone's got to oh, get yeah. stabbed. Sorry, I forgot the sound effect. Vociferous Beavers, 22. Let me tell you about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Patreon.com slash Easy Allies is the place. You can go to Twitch. You can watch a stream. And you can go to YouTube. You can see our shows. If you go to Patreon, you get all of it. You get us prepping for shows. We just did uh, the Q&A. The Q&A has 
uh, an update to let you know the people at the tier when the post is going to go up for you to receive questions, the post for questions, the post for the audio when it goes up after the fact. Uh, for a lot of our shows, those are based on Patreon tiers, and all of the conversation before or after that stuff is being produced is all happening on Patreon. So it's a fun place for you to go just to learn about the Easy Allies. Of course, we appreciate even just a dollar uh, if you can uh, commit it to the group, and we can use that to produce more content. But if you just want to go to patreon.com slash Easy Allies to learn more about Easy Allies, it's a good idea. It's a good thing to do. We have a shout-out tier at that patreon.com slash Easy Allies. We have four people at that shout-out tier that we're going to shout-out right in, right now. It's a big deal because it's the very, very top tier Tip on patreon.com slash Easy Allies. Shout-out to L. Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, and Nick. Shout-out. Shout-out. Brad Ellis. Yee. You won it. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Yeah, uh, check out Mike's Battlefield review that went up real recently. He worked real hard on it, I know. I cut it. Yeah, it was Jones a fun cut. cut it, that yeah. was a fun cut. It was. It, I felt bad having you criticize Battlefield and having a blast watching you play. Just have it, just literally, like, I, feel, I finished the edit, and I'm like, I still got more clips. Well, yeah. should probably stop. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't played it yet, check out Death's Door this year. It's a charming little game. I really like this game. It's charming. It's cute. You should check it out. It's a good game. And until next time, be excellent to each other, everybody. New barrel, Luke. All right. Fun for all into the future. In the mountains of madness. Becoming more like your father, Luke. In a bad way.